right, glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by on a Monday. It is the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on about an hour from now. Representative Nancy Mace on the Joe Pag Show. Going to break down her endorsement for Trump. Going to talk about Lloyd Austin and, and his just disappearing act. Going to talk about the border. We're going to talk about the fact that the Supreme Court made a, a ridiculous ruling today. Ridiculous ruling when it comes to the razor wire in Texas. It doesn't make any sense. So we're going to talk about all that and then some with Nancy Mace. But we are right now about the, the primary and the fact that Nancy, not Nancy, Nikki Haley, and that's what Trump did the other day. He kept on saying Nikki Haley, and he meant Nancy Pelosi. Um, Nikki Haley, I guess, still thinks she has a chance, still thinks she has a path to victory. She doesn't. Maybe she's holding on, thinking Donald Trump will be convicted of something. But even if he's convicted of all charges, he still could win the presidency and could, could run the country from, the, from prison. So, I mean, the whole argument is dumb about him being disqualified. But um, I got to tell you, man, I have no faith in the Supreme Court. If Coney Barrett and Roberts both sided with the Democrats or the liberals on the court uh, about, about the razor wire in Texas, we'll get into that, in the, into that story full throat in, in just a bit. But we've got um, Nancy Mace next hour, Case Smythe in hour number three. Meantime, the former South Carolina governor, the former U.N. ambassador, Nikki Haley has already played the abortion card about how we've got to have reasonable this, that, and the other. And then she's already said that the law should not get involved in stopping the mutilation of people under 18 uh, going through these train surgeries. She's already said she thinks everybody should, should make sure they have to put in their names or addresses and let the government know who they are before they go on social media. She said that. She's already said no to school choice in South Carolina. She's not a very conservative person. But... I guess the way she thinks she's going to get votes is by saying stuff like this. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl. Anybody can look at my record and see when Walter Scott was shot down by a dirty cop how I made sure that the Walter Scott family didn't suffer because we put the first body camera bill in the country in place. Anybody can look at the fact that when we had nine amazing souls die in Mother Emanuel Church, I did something that no Republican or Democrat ever wanted to touch, which was call for the Confederate flag to come down because it would take two-thirds of the House and Senate and was an impossible feat. I don't know what you're implying with that, but what I will tell you is Saying that I had black friends is a source of pride. Saying that I had white friends is a source of pride. If you want to know what it was like growing up, I was disqualified from a beauty pageant because I wasn't white or black, because they didn't know where to put me. So look, I know the hardships, the pain that come with racism. It's the reason that I fight bullies every day when it comes to racism, anti-Semitism, or hate, and I always will. If I didn't mention slavery on that day, it's because that's an automatic. There's always been, the Civil War's always been known about slavery. All right, so obviously she's answering to some network doofuses about the slavery answer she gave or the lack of slavery answer she gave. Somebody asked her what the Civil War was fought over. She said it was about how states are going to run themselves or something. And, um, and everybody's mad at her. She didn't say slavery. Civil war was not fought for slavery. Was slavery a big part of it? Of course, because the Southern states, the Democrat states wanted to continue holding slaves because they said we have states rights. The civil war, the war between the states, the war of Northern aggression, whatever you want to call it was fought over states rights, did not want centralized government telling them what they could or couldn't do. And I've said this a million times. 
All the South had to do was abolish slavery. They would have had a really good chance of winning because a lot of northern states would have said, hey, man, they're not holding slaves or anything, and we do believe in states' rights. They screwed up because they did not abolish slavery. But the Civil War was not fought over slavery, but it was a major part because the South thought they had the right as individual states to hold slaves. At the time of the Civil War, there were some slaves in the North. And by the way, the Emancipation Proclamation did not free all slaves. It only freed the slaves in the South. It was Abraham Lincoln saying, Lincoln saying, watch this. But Nikki Haley not saying slavery in that answer was not this big, giant boondoggle everybody thinks it was. Slavery was disgusting. It's happening right now in Africa. A million slaves, at least in Africa right now, being held. Nobody says anything. Nobody says a word. We got the slave trade coming across our southern border. They're actually enslaving human beings, sex-slaving little girls and boys. And nobody says anything. But we're still arguing about 1865 which doesn't make any sense. Now, her talking about because she's a brown girl, she keeps talking about being a brown girl. I don't know when we started, first and foremost, identifying ourselves by our skin tone. I am olive, Caucasian, uh, some would say white. I don't, I don't really know. I don't walk around you know, holding a sign on my head saying white or brown or olive or black or whatever. I don't do any of that, and neither should you. Nikki Haley, whose skin tone is no darker than mine, might be lighter than mine, to be honest, um, is talking about being a brown girl. I don't believe her when she says she was disqualified from a beauty pageant because they didn't know where to put her. I don't believe her. I've never heard of a beauty pageant saying, you can only enter if I can call you black or white. I've never heard of that because there are plenty of Hispanic people that I know who are much darker than, than Nikki Haley. They were telling Hispanics or Latinos or Latins, whatever we're saying, they were calling, telling them they can't compete either. That's stupid. In fact, some of the biggest winners on the world stage have been Hispanic recently. That would be ridiculous to say we don't know where to put them. I don't believe her. I don't. I don't think she's telling the truth about the beauty pageant part, about being made fun of every day as being somebody who's brown. I mean, maybe because she was different, people treated her differently. Maybe. You know, I was treated differently because I was quiet. I was treated differently because, you know, uh, my father drove a truck or my mother was worked at a, as a secretary. Whatever. This is what kids do. It's stupid. But she's bringing up now to be some sort of a victim? She's bringing up race? Really? I never once thought to myself, Nikki Haley, the Indian, I never once thought that. She wants me to say that clearly. And then about how she has black friends, and she's proud of taking down the Confederate flag. When A.J. called in, he was talking about that. She took down the Southern, the South Carolina flag, which included the, um, what is it, stars and bars? Is that what they called it, the Confederate flag? Okay, fine. You took down the flag. But then getting rid of all the monuments and everything else basically tells the South, it doesn't matter what your history is. That's gone. So that's a point of pride for her. Walter Scott was killed shot in the back by an evil police officer who should not have done it. It doesn't make any difference to me that he was black, and he was, and that the cop wasn't, which I don't believe he was. That doesn't make any difference to me. He should not have been shot in the back as he's running away. How stupid. It should not have happened. So, of course, there should be justice for his family, of course. And nobody wants nine people to be killed in a church. But I don't know what that has to do with her being a beauty pageant. I don't know what that has to do with her being a brown girl. I mean, you're not pulling at my heartstrings, Nikki. I know what your politics are. I know what your policies are. So therefore, I could not support you as president. Don't give me your sob story because you're a very, very rich and powerful woman. Because all of what she said 
doesn't negate the fact that she has succeeded beyond most people's wildest dreams in this country. Born and raised here, has the privilege of being an American, was the governor of a great state, was the ambassador to the United Nations, went to work for Boeing and made millions and millions and millions of dollars. She's a very, very rich lady. And God bless her. I'm not taking it away from her. I don't care what your heritage is. I mean, it's interesting if we're having dinner and you say, hey, by the way, my parents are Indian. Oh, cool. My parents are Italian. Or my mother was Irish and English and whatever. That's, that's a fine conversation to enjoy some sort of discourse with somebody. But to bring it up, like how dare you question me because I'm a brown girl. How is she any different than Corrine Jean-Pierre walking out saying, I'm gay, I'm an immigrant, I'm black, I'm female. Now, dare to ask me questions. That's the same thing, right? Don't, don't you dare ask me any questions because I'm this. I fit into this intersectional group. Well, Nikki, nobody's looking at you for your race. They're looking at you for your policies. They're looking at you for what you could or couldn't do as the nominee. They're looking at you as somebody who, do we want to ensure or put in your hands and ensure the future of America because of you? My answer is no. You're an American who has succeeded beyond your wildest dreams. Your heritage is an interesting conversation piece, has nothing to do with why people should vote for you. Or I don't feel bad for your so-called hardships as a kid because Dr. Ben Carson's hardships were way worse than yours will ever be. And he's the world-renowned neurosurgeon now. And he doesn't walk around saying, yeah, but I was a black kid. I had nothing to eat and I only had a single family household and we lived in a, in a crappy house in Detroit. He doesn't do that. He walks around saying, I want us to, to make sure America is as great as it can be. So I'm not falling for that. Let me go to, uh, by the way, not, not falling for that banana in the tailpipe. Polo, we actually saw Beverly Hills Cop this weekend. We watched it because my daughter Gabby had never seen it. And I'm like, well, you got to see Eddie Murphy when he was like the funniest he's ever been. And I kept on saying, wait for the line. Here comes the line. Here comes the line. I say it on my show all the time. Hey, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. And it came on. And Gabby and Jenny looked at me and said, I've never heard you say that in your life. Paul, do I not say that on the show all the time? That just clearly tells you they don't listen to the show. <laughs> they must not listen to the show. So, I mean, that that just solidified it right there. I mean, come on. Sam, you've heard Dad say that. Have you not? I think so. And, and because Eddie Murphy makes fun of the guy first, he says, don't say it like that. I'm not falling for the, for the banana on the tailpipe. Say it like this. I ain't falling for no banana on the tailpipe. It's like a staple of the show. It also shows that they're not in the group chat because I've sent that meme and little <laughs> gif or jif or whatever in there. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm like, I've been doing this show in this form and fashion for like 16 years, 17 years. And my, my family hasn't heard me say that. I say it all the time. So there you go. Uh, we're not falling for Nikki Haley's banana in the tailpipe. That's for sure. Um, and I wonder if you did. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I'm not looking you at you as a victim, Nikki. You're going to have to get over that. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Let me tell you about uh, Super Beats. Awesome. We all have a heartfelt reason to support our blood pressure, support a healthy lifestyle. In fact, more than half the U.S. population would benefit from blood pressure support. That's from a study. Pair of the healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Superbeats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. So whatever it is that you're doing, you're exercising, taking a walk, going for a jog, playing tennis, dancing, playing with the grandkids, whatever you happen to do. Maybe you're running out of energy at work during the day. Why not check out Superbeats Heart Shoes? Over 30,000 five-star reviews and counting. Superbeats Heart Shoes are having their moment right now, and I want you to get involved. Check these out. Again, they have the powder. Put it in some liquid in the morning, mix it up, drink it. 
Now you can take these with you. They're portable. Put them in your console or your car. Put them in your gym bag, in your purse, in your pocket. You, just two of these a day. Going to give you great support. Support your heart health with Super Beats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews. Valued at $25 by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at JoeLovesBeats.com. We're back after this. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. It's the Joe Pags Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Lots of people want to be heard. Lots of people lined up. They want to talk about DeSantis dropping out. Nikki Haley is a brown girl, and therefore you can't talk to her about racism or stuff because she knows racism. Um, I, I don't understand that as an e-jerk reaction. I'll be honest with you. It's actually very simple. It's extremely simple. You want to talk to me about race? You want to talk about racism or being a racist? Name one thing that I've said or done that's racist or shows racism. And then shut your mouth and let the person answer. They won't have an answer if you're not a racist. They will have an answer if you are. It's actually rather simple. It's very simple. Only really, really dumb people ask questions about racism or call somebody a racist with no evidence. Only controlled, really, really stupid people do that. It's very simple. And when they can't do that, what they'll do is try to attack from a different front, and then you hit them on that front. It, it's very simple. And that's all Nikki Haley should have done. Hey, what are you talking about? Show me my racism. Show me that the Civil War wasn't about states' rights. Show me. And then shut up and let them answer. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, line two. Is going to be Norm in Florida. Norm, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. How you doing? I'm living the dream, man. What's happening? the dream, right? Yes. <laughs> you bet. Hey, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley reminds me of, of uh, Joe Biden talking about his childhood. Yes. Yeah, uh, he, he makes every other story yeah. up. He, he brought up in the black church, then he was Puerto Rican, then he was Italian, oh then he was Irish, oh and then he God. was a civil rights leader, then he got arrested with Mandela. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, my call is about, is about DeSantis dropping out of the race and endorsing Trump. Uh, real quickly, what do you think of his thoughts, might be his thoughts about being chosen as a VP? I don't think that he would be the VP uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, I think Trump uh, enjoys his support now, but probably won't let the loyalty thing go away. But the second thing, which might be more important, is eligibility. If the president and the vice president are from the same state, there could be an electoral college, electoral vote issue because electoral college goes to the president and vice president. So you would lose the vice president's votes. And if it's a close end between Biden and Trump, that could come into play. That was actually an issue that George W. Bush and Dick Cheney had when they were running. So Cheney made his his home base Wyoming instead of Texas. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I, so probably not, totally. but I think that DeSantis, Norm, thank you. I think DeSantis could could easily run in 28 now. I think he got out soon enough. He endorsed the right guy, and I think he's starting to heal his political future. I'll be honest with you. Dave, Washington, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. I've, I've been never Nikki uh, pretty much ever since she announced. I mean, I, I just can't take a person who pushes Democrat talking points all the time, not to mention all the stuff that you just rattled off, you know, about her. 
Uh, I mean, but people, some people forget right after the January 6th is, issues were going on, she was actually talking as kind of like a Democrat, uh, putting blame on Trump and, oh, you know, he holds blame for this without, you know, acknowledging the idea that he said, let's going to go peacefully and patriotically, right. you know, to, to voice our opinion, and that he never said anything to instigate violence. I mean, I just don't like it when they push Democrat talking points and try and use them politically for their advantage. So I can never see her, you know, as a VP pick for sure, even though I've heard her name tossed around. Um, but if I can, if, if you could humor me here, do, do you think the only real big negative I could see if we're talking VPs for Tulsi Gabbard would be that uh, if, if for re-election, once Trump was done with office, it's, it's kind of tricky to say, can she take the banner to be up for running for president if she's not technically a Republican yet, because they can't be on the Republican ticket if you're not you know, a Republican. Uh, but the big advantage, I think, to her, this is going to be a close, close election. Every vote's going to matter more than ever. And I think this whole third-party thing is going to be a potential problem. And she has the sheer advantage of being able to come out. Imagine on a closing speech for you know, a vice presidential debate saying, hey, I was a member of the Democrat Party for years and years, but I watched as they went farther and farther to the radical left. And I got to a point I could not take it anymore, so I left that party. But more re- in more reality, the party left me. And then she could say to all your independents, and you know, dis- disenfranchised Democrats out there, I'm telling you, the party has left you too. So come join me and President Trump as we restore sanity to this country and work for you, the American people. What well, do you think? Well, well, Dave, I think it's a good idea, but she's already done that. She's done, and thanks, Dave, for the call out of Washington. Great call. Um, she's already done that. She's done that on my show. She said the Democrat Party left me. Uh, she said that, I mean, very directly. Um, I think it would be very easy for Tulsi Gabbard to say, I am now a Republican. I think that would be very easy. I'm not sure where she is on all of the issues. I'd have to look into it again. I've interviewed her a couple of times. I like her a lot. She's got a great political future. When she was running for president, as a Democrat, she was the most searched person after that first debate because she put Kamala Harris in her place. So I think Tulsi Gabbard has a future. Um, I think she would definitely have to say that she's a Republican now, but I have to see if she has moderated her stances on some of the stuff that she was supporting on the left before she would be on the ticket. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags.